Gotham Sound is your one-stop audio solution for microphones, mixers, recorders, podcasting, and wireless. Whether you're looking to rent or buy sound equipment, are working at a church, feature film, a television show, podcast, theater, or a student project, Gotham Sound is here to serve you. With a huge selection of new and used gear, it's your first stop before you buy. Gotham Sound has the pro audio you need to make your project sound true professional. Gotham has been around for 18 years perfecting pro audio. Visit us at GothamSound.com. The world and everything in it delivers sound journalism grounded in God's Word through a daily 30-minute podcast. From essential headlines to feature stories to international news straight from the field. After only one or two listens, you'll wonder how you got through your daily routine without it. Listen anywhere you typically enjoy podcasts or by going to wng.org slash podcast. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We are going to focus on positivity. We need it in this time during COVID and life in general. Uh, we have a special guest, Dr. Katherine A. Sanderson. The Positive Shift is the name of her book, Mastering Mindset to Improve Happiness, Health, and Longevity. Welcome. Thank you so much for the invitation to talk. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bairdynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission. To make you sound your best, thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice. Total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. Yeah, I've been chatting with you just briefly, and in the, in the time that I've gotten to speak with you off the air, you seem like a very happy person. Do you have to be a happy person to write on happiness, or can you make it up? Okay. So, so what is so funny is that I am really not a happy person or I'm not, I am not genetically a happy person. So I actually, um, start my book, the positive shift by describing a story which happened in Orlando a few years ago in which I gave a talk on the science of happiness, which is an area that I do research on and, and speak about regularly. And a woman came up to me and said, I was going to avoid your talk because I just figured anyone who talked about happiness 
would be really irritating and that you'd be all about like kittens and rainbows <laughs> and you're not. And thank you so much. And I say that by virtue of, I actually feel like I couldn't have written this book if I was a happy person, because if I was a happy person, it would just be, Hey, this is what you do. And you just are born this way. And, and what I loved about writing this book is really giving people the tools that they can use to find greater happiness. If it doesn't come to them naturally, like it doesn't for me. Yeah, you hear about that all the time and people feel guilty about it too. They say, you know, I just, I'm not naturally a happy person and they sense something is wrong. And um, uh, do you meet a lot of people like that mostly? I do because I do. And I think you raise a really interesting point, which is that there's almost a stigma these days about not being naturally happy. And I think it's coupled with a fair amount of stigma about mental health and mental illness in general. I have a family predisposition. I have uh, episodes of depression and bipolar in my close family and my extended family. And in all honesty, I think I am predisposed to not naturally be happy. I spent a good chunk of my life, I'm 51 right now, but I spend a good chunk of my life not being a happy person. And and proud of it. It sounds and, like... And, <laughs> well, well, certainly, I, I just thought that was the only alternative. I thought that <laughs> was the alternative. That was just me. And, <laughs> and what the research really shows is that even if you're not naturally predisposed to it, you can work to become happier. I totally agree. I mean, and that's why we have you on because uh, and with COVID-19 especially, I mean, there's always something... But with COVID-19, people are unhappy and they want to be able to, you know, make a lemonade out of lemons. And, uh, you know, do you think about some of the sayings that we learned growing up? I mean, to be happy. I was talking to my wife. I noticed that back in the, I don't know, was it the 40s? I can't even, you know, I wasn't born. But, um, and, and you too. I'm, you're, I was thinking, uh, why did, did they had uh, songs like the sunny side of life or thinking on the bright side? There were a lot of positive so songs about staying positive. Well, and, and therefore there's a sense of if you're not staying positive, there's something wrong with you, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are you not making that lemonade? And what about with the media? I mean, let's, let's dive into that, okay? Because, you know, with social media, the media in general, certainly the news, we can only take so much before we go nuts uh, because it's very negative. But how, how strong a role, let's start with social media, does that play with happiness? It's good to know that you say we could, we could live longer. And you'll explain more about that if we just become a little more happy. Yeah, well, and that's why it's so important to actually make the effort uh, to, to become happier because it pays off, um, not just in psychological well-being, but physical well-being and, yes, even longevity. But to answer your question about social media, there's a wonderful quote by Teddy Roosevelt, and here's the quote. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> I like that. They're called, what, humble brags? I'm so right. happy and grateful that my life is the way it is. Here's a picture to show you. And, and psychologically, what kind of damage does that do when we're always comparing? Well, and, and the challenge is with social media, it, it's all around us. So I'm a mom of uh, three kids. And what I say to them regularly is I'm lucky that I'm old enough that I never had to, in high school, see photographs of parties I wasn't invited to. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that that wasn't my reality, and and the sad thing is, of course, for many high school and college students today, um, they're seeing pictures all the time of parties they're not invited to, and and people are presenting themselves as really living their best lives. So if your life isn't you know sort of Instagram worthy, it can make you feel 
much worse in comparison. And that's the challenge of social media. Well, Dr. Sanderson, if we're focusing not on happiness, what in the world are we focusing on? What would be the mindset of people and how do they kind of make that shift? So I'll give you a very personal example. Um, There are people who have a predisposition to, instead of focusing on the bright side of life, you know, the, the positive things that they could do or might expect, they have a tendency to focus on the negative. Uh, I I talk very candidly in my book about uh, the differences between myself and my husband. Um, I I talk in one example of when I was dating him, uh, going for a ride in a car. This was a long time ago, pre-cell phone. The car got a flat tire and I started freaking out. We're going to have to get the car towed. It's going to be really expensive. Our whole day is ruined. You know, this is terrible. And he turned to me and was like, I'm just going to go change the flat tire. (laughs) <laughs> and um, and it was like 10 minutes. And there is an example in which he just was like, this is no big deal. And I was really kind of spiraling out of control. Mm. And, and that's just an example of how I didn't know to be anything different. That was just how I saw things, that this is this you know big calamity. Um, and he was like, this is no big deal. I'm going to change the tire. And, and the reality is, of course, people do differ. They differ in their experiences. They differ in their genes. And some people um, do have a gift of being able to naturally find that silver lining. But those of us who don't can develop skills and strategies for doing so. Okay. So we want to find out more about being positive right after this. I need it. My wife needs it. And uh, Dr. Catherine A. Sanderson is a Polar Family Professor and Chair of Psychology at Amherst College. She received a bachelor's degree in psychology, a specialization in health and development from Stanford University, and received both master's and doctoral degrees in psychology from Princeton University. A lot of research. We'll talk about that. She's been on big time TV shows. We're going to be positive right after this. Start your fragrance line and make money with bostonperfumery.com. Design custom cologne or perfume using natural ingredients. Imagine 10% butterscotch, 20% sandalwood, and 70% vanilla dark. Choose any scents and any percentage from the Boston Perfumery Sun Chart, then name your custom fragrance. Visit bostonperfumery.com. Again, bostonperfumery.com. Everyone deserves a signature scent. Christians in Action Missions International is actively accepting applications from those desiring to win the lost at any cost. We've been sending long-term missionaries throughout the world for 62 years. We emphasize intentional personal evangelism, equipping disciples, and planting churches among the nations. We empower national leadership to demonstrate and declare the love of God to the unreached. Journey with us as we take the gospel to the world. Log on at cinami.org. Org. That's C-I-N-A-M-I dot O-R-G. Or call 559-370-4103. God has designed you for a unique purpose. Get equipped for God's call with a degree from Clark Summit University. Choose from undergraduate and master's degrees. Available completely online in programs like business, counseling, Bible, and education. For some programs, it's possible to earn your degree in as little as two years. Or you can complete the degree you previously started. See if you qualify for a tuition discount. Answer God's call on your life and become a Christ-centered, career-ready graduate. Go to clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. That's clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. Dr. Katherine A. Sanderson, we join her once again. The Positive Shift is the name of her book, Mastering Mindset to Improve Happiness, Health, and Longevity. And uh, you can see it on the faces of people 
who have lived a long life, elderly people, maybe happy marriages, and there's a countenance on their face. There's no doubt that they have figured something out as far as being healthy and positive. And at the same time, you look at people's faces and they tell a story, they've been weathered or damaged or they're not happy. And sometimes it just never leaves their face. Yeah. And, and, and that's really the example, right? Of how much you can tell the difference by looking at somebody's face and, and how there is such a tremendous range of people in terms of people who only kind of see the world in the best positive outlook and, and those who really have much more trouble finding that positive mindset. Yeah. And you were on the Today Show, wasn't it? The Today Show at uh, the 10 o'clock hour. And I forgot her name. It's Hoda. It was a Huda or Hoda. It's, it's Hoda and Kathy Lee. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's right. And she seems pretty happy as far as uh, I'm sure both actually do. But what was your time like on that program? And, and would you say th- these are happy people when the camera's off? Well, I would say so. And what I think is so interesting is that for their job, they really have to be on, right? They really have to be on and and people don't like to watch people who are gloomy. So I think that's probably the case if you look at many people who spend a lot of time, you know, doing a regular daily television show, you really probably have to have a positive outlook to be able to keep doing it day after day and have people wanting to watch. Yeah, so we have uh, Ellen DeGeneres on the line. We're going to patch her through. Uh, She would need some counseling. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Well, she comes across positive. Well, never mind. But there's been a lot about about that as well. But let's let's get positive here. So uh, do we need to avoid certain things to be positive? I mean, right off the bat, how do you like to approach this when people talk about positivity? How are they most receptive? So what I think is really important for people to recognize is that you can learn to be happier. People often feel, well, you know, a bad genetic lottery, I'm just not happy. Or they assume I'll be happy when, and the when is when something happens, when I buy a house, when I get married, when I retire, when I win the lottery. And the reality is happiness is not about the external world. Happiness is very much within us. And we can all develop different thoughts, different behaviors. If we decide that we want to be happy and we deserve to be happy, there are things we can do. It's in our control, regardless of whether you won the genetic lottery. And tell us a little bit about you. I mean, as far as you've dedicated your life to this and, uh, you know, you have a lot of research has gone into this book. This isn't just, uh, there's no fluff here. This is real research. You've received uh, a grant funding from the National Science Foundation and the National Institute of Health. And uh, you published over 25 journal articles and book chapters, too. So uh, what is, tell us what goes into your life as far as learning about it and sharing about uh, being positive. You're a psychologist. You're a doctor. I, I am a psychologist with a PhD, so I'm not a, a medical doctor that you would want to be, you know, performing any kind of surgery on. Um, but but I, I have a PhD, and and my book is based in research. So some people have said, well, is this just your own opinion? And I've said, no, <laughs> not, none of it is my opinion. Um, it, it's, it's basically my ability to synthesize lots and lots of research in psychology, in neuroscience, um, in economics, in biology. And what I've tried to do is really convey practical key takeaways that we can all learn and use from uh, to give people the tools and strategies they can use to feel better. Would you say that a lot of the uh, ills, if you will, uh, would be... As far as relational, I mean, is it seems like the people who are happy get along well with other people. How how much of a link is there as far as just learning how to get along with people? I know that I have to think back, milk and cookie hour, 
And uh, like what was that yesterday? No, I'm back mm-hmm. in kindergarten, <laughs> and uh, and they teach you to get along and and put things back. Uh, how important is it? That we get that right, even at a young age, and does it carry over into adulthood as far as relationally getting along with people? Well, you've really jumped to the 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 key, what I think of as the key takeaway of the book, and it's in fact my final chapter, and that is all you need is love. Mm. And I titled it that because that's actually the most important takeaway from the entire field of positive psychology, and that is that people who have good, close, meaningful relationships could be with a romantic partner, could be with family members, could be with friends. doesn't matter the label on the relationship. What matters is the quality of the relationship. And people who have real, authentic, meaningful relationships do experience better happiness. Well, let's talk about depression for a minute. (laughs) Not to get people more depressed, but is it something we do? I mean, how much in control are we of our disposition on life? So the reality is that there are people who are predisposed to depression. And I want to be very clear that if you have a predisposition to depression, if you are in the throes of depression, it is not as simple as just buy my book and you'll feel better. It's really important to have uh, therapy, uh, talk therapy. It may be important to also combine that with an antidepressant, with drug therapy. However, for people who aren't clinically depressed, so aren't at the level of really having great difficulty functioning in their day-to-day lives, but for people who just sort of don't feel happy most of the time, people who feel overwhelmed with feelings of sadness or loneliness or anxiety, um, that, that those are feelings that some people have more than others, but you can actually learn to think in a new way, a more positive way, and you can also do behaviors that can bring you out of that sort of lower mood state. And so what I think is important to recognize is that even for people who have this predisposition to not be feeling great all the time, changing your thoughts, changing your behavior can have a real and substantial impact. Yeah. I mean, I think about high school when it seemed awkward. We'll talk about stress in a minute. That's in your book as far as how we all deal with that. But relationally, getting back to that again, uh, it wasn't easy for me, certainly, and other people as well. But there's no one there to kind of guide you and say, let's take a show of hands. How many people have a hard time being relational or getting along or learning how to socialize and things like that? Um, I think since it's such an important part of our balance and mental health that you know, we can kind of regress right into our own heads and uh, not really ever learn how to be a giver or uh, it seems like there has to be more of a connection with other people to be happy. I'm guessing you go ahead and tell me that's right. No, no, you're you're absolutely right. And I will say, um, although this is not the book that, that you and I are speaking about, probably the most meaningful book that I've written is actually a textbook for high school students um, that's on health. Um, and this is used you know, nationwide by lots of different uh, districts. And, and what I loved about doing this book is that we talk specifically about stress, we talk about positive psychology, we talk about relationships, and we talk about happiness. Because my feeling is that honestly, the most important thing that you can emerge from high school having learned is how to feel happy with who you are and how to get along with other people. And that's more important than whether you learn you know, chemistry or calculus or even world history. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. And there's no one to show you that. I mean, it's such an awkward stage, but I think it's a skill, right? It's a social skill. Some people learn it sooner than others. And the ones that do are happy. They appear to be happy. 
and, and, and then, not only yeah. they're happy, they also probably do better um, in their jobs, in their college experience, right? Because those yes. social skills pay off. So you say here why feeling old is bad for your health. You hear a lot of people say it's no good to get old. <laughs> and then you other, there are other people that seem like they never get old. They have a, a you know, so we, we had to make a conscious decision, I'm sure. Uh, how do we go about changing? So I think it's important to recognize that the negative stereotypes that we have about aging within the United States have real and negative consequences that reminding older people of getting being older can lead them to actually perform worse on a memory test. It can lead them to walk slower. And there's actually some evidence that can increase their risk of serious heart problems, such as cardiovascular events. So what we know is that this is not equally true in all cultures. Guess how aging is thought of in many Asian cultures. Do you have a guess? Uh, she was, um, no. People are wise. People are full of wisdom and experience. Aging mm -hmm. is a wonderful thing. Think about that contrast to what we talk about in the United States, which is you're having a senior moment, right? To describe uh, relatively uh, minor events of forgetting something. So the views about aging in a society have a major influence on how people age. That's so true. It affects the job. I mean, you do get a free donut, though. So <laughs> well, there's maybe, that. It's <laughs> like that AARP. But, um, but you're right. You're right. It's, they're not embraced, and yet that's where the wisdom is and uh, underutilized for sure. So we're with Dr. Katherine A. Sanderson, her book, The Positive Shift, Mastering Mindset to Improve Happiness, Health, and Longevity. And uh, what's your favorite part of the book? And what would you tell people about your book if they had to you know, find a reason right now to get it? Uh, you know, what does it cover in a nutshell? Why should they get it? Sure. Um, so the book is basically divided into thirds. The first third talks about how different factors influence how we feel, um, and that includes our genetics. It includes the comparison of our environment. Um, and, and the second part describes how that has influences in terms of our health, in terms of how we age, uh, in terms of how we experience longevity, how long we live. But my favorite part of the book is the third part. Um, and the third part is five chapters, and each chapter lays out very specifically the research and specific strategies on what you can do. And those five chapters um, each describe specific things that are empirically based scientific strategies that you can use to feel happier and healthier. They include things like spending time in nature, giving a gift to someone, donating or um, money or time, volunteering. They talk about building relationships uh, and they talk about using money well. So using money to spend on experiences, not just on belongings. Um, and I also talk about things like exercise, uh, religious faith, meditation, uh, and getting good sleep. So they're practical, real things. Um, and none of them are like sell all your belongings and move to Aruba. They're all things... Uh, <laughs> They're all oh, things darn. you can do. <laughs> please, please recommend that. <laughs> well, uh, Professor Sanderson, she speaks regularly for public and corporate audiences and topics such as the science of happiness, the power of emotional intelligence, the art of aging well, and the psychology of courage and inaction. And uh, also, she's been featured in the Washington Post, the Boston Globe, every place, actually, the USA Today, the Atlantic, CNN, CBS Sunday Morning with Jane Pauley, of course, this show, uh, Psychology Today, and a lot more. We're going to find out really about smiling and how you'll live longer. Remaining thoughts with our special guest, Catherine A. Sanderson, and her book, The Positive Shift, right after this.
Every day, over three and a half million children walk, bike, and ride to a Christian school. Every day. But many of our schools are in danger of closing. Our Christian schools are too important to our children, to our families, and to our nation to let that happen. Christian School Management at christianschoolmanagement.org is dedicated to the health of our Christian schools. Contact christianschoolmanagement.org to help your Christian school fill and stay filled with children impacting our nation. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions, the ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. Charlotte Christian College and Theological Seminary believes that every Christian has a distinct calling and that he or she must boldly respond to that call. Charlotte Christian specializes in equipping the adult learner and all degrees are available both online and on campus. Degree fields include urban Christian ministry, biblical studies, pastoral studies, and more. So whether you are called to full-time ministry or as a co-vocational minister, Charlotte Christian can help you. Visit Visit us at charlottechristian.edu or call 704-334-6882. Okay, we're back with the book, The Positive Shift, Mastering Mindset to Improve Happiness, Health, and Longevity. I don't know if you stole this from Arnold Schwarzenegger. It says, smile, you'll live longer. I know he said that in one of his movies. <laughs> um, I did not copy it from him, but you know what? <laughs> What's amazing is the mere act of smiling. There is a fascinating study that I, that I talk about in this book um, in which they had people come into the lab, they had them hold chopsticks in their teeth in one of three facial expressions, either a big beaming smile, a slight smile, or a neutral expression. Then while they held their face in this expression, they put their hand in a bucket of freezing cold ice water and they just said, keep your hand in as long as you can. And what they found was that keeping your hand keeping your face in a big beaming smile led you to be able to keep your hand in the freezing cold water significantly longer. So the mere mm. act of smiling seemed to change how your body responded to pain. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it is. I mean, there should be more tips and things that we can do. I mean, fun things, you know, kits. Can you please like market a kit? of how to be happy thing like with chops, maybe not chopsticks, but something <laughs> <in the> kit <laughs> that we could do because I, I mean, that would be kind of fun. I think, you know, there should be those type of things. We had someone on talking about work and work traditionally could be a place where people aren't so positive, but you have to learn how to be positive, uh, overcoming stress. You mentioned embracing adversity, how important that is to embrace adversity and not run from it. Well, and, and to be honest, that, of course, is particularly timely these days, as many of us are dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, um, more so in certain parts of the country than others. But the reality is we can actually learn and grow from adversity. Many people who have experienced adverse things, whether it's divorce or getting fired or experiencing a, a life-changing health diagnosis or loss of a loved one, many people report having a greater appreciation for the small joys of daily life. Many people report feeling more compassionate and connected and empathetic to other people. And many people also develop valuable skills for coping. So when other adverse things happen, they're actually better able to withstand them and still feel happy. 
Yeah, I'm a big uh, tennis fan. I watch uh, Roger Federer on uh, television. You like tennis at all? I do. I do. I have an obsessed husband, so that's why. <laughs> well, one thing they say about them, you know, Paul Anacone, he worked with Bo Peace uh, Sampras and, uh, and Roger Federer. Uh, but one thing he noticed about him, he said he, he has like no memory when it comes to negative things that happen. He just rolls right off. He moves on. He just forgets about it. And you have that in your book. It says, accept negative feelings then move on. And it seems that people who kind of nurse those feelings, those negative emotions, you say had higher levels of depression and anxiety and lower levels of psychological well-being and, uh, and life satisfaction. So isn't that a big one where we kind of let it brew and uh, don't just let it go, move on. Yeah, right, let, let it go. There's, there's a great example um, from Coach K at Duke who also says that you know, let it go, let it go. And that's it. So, so instead of having an athlete, you know, make a mistake and then ruminate about it, obsess about it, which of course then leads to worse mistakes. He's, he goes, you know, next pass, next pass, and it's just gone. Um, and that's, that's a great example. And it may be something that athletes uh, who of course do experience, you know, losses, mistakes, et cetera, maybe um, highly skilled athletes are particularly good at actually controlling their minds that way. Have you seen someone like age-wise that just decided, you know, I'm not going to be like this anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to be a sourpuss. <laughs> I'm not going to be like it. I'm, I've decided that I'm going to change my life. Um, it's never too late, is it? It's never too late. And, and in fact, what's most important is for people to realize that they, they aren't stuck, that many people think, well, I'm this old and I've always been like this and there's nothing I can do. And that just isn't true, that we can all change. And as far as your research and continuing uh, other books, what do you have on the on tap? And uh, what, how do you spend a lot of your days uh, with the research? Well, my um, I actually published a new book in, in April of this year, which of course is a suboptimal timing to do a book tour in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> but my um, my latest book is called Why We Act: Turning Bystanders into Moral Rebels, and it examines a, a pretty topical uh, issue, which is why do good people so often stay silent in the face of all kinds of bad behavior from bullying in schools to sexual misconduct in colleges to corporate fraud? So I've actually kind of shifted gears. Um, but again, my goal is always to give people information from the field of psychology that they can use to improve their lives. Well, can we have you on for that too? <laughs> Absolutely. As, as you can tell, I, I love sharing findings from the fascinating world of psychology. Is there anything that people have already that they don't tap into that maybe can make them happy? I mean, and just remaining thoughts because um, I don't know why we just retreat or why people decide that it's just better to get angry or depressed. But uh, if you have, I guess, remaining words of encouragement to people who want to be positive, you specialize in it. Our special guest, Catherine A. Sanderson, Dr. Catherine A. Sanderson, in her book, The Positive Shift, what would you tell our listeners? So I'm going to give you three very quick things. One, exercise. There was research showing that people who exercise are not only healthier, they're also happier. And you know what? Anything counts. Go for a walk outside. Go for a stroll. It doesn't have to be training for a marathon. Um, take a yoga class, golf, play tennis. It doesn't matter. People who exercise, happier and healthier. Two, do something for someone else. Uh, give a friend a random gift buy coffee for the stranger behind you in the drive through line. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, donate blood. It doesn't matter what it is, but people who volunteer in their communities, people who uh, donate, give to other people, friends and strangers, higher levels of happiness, also better health. Three, and you and I have talked about this a lot, 
build good relationships, mm. phone a friend, reach out, stay connected. That Those are good tips and all. And I want to ask lastly, is it true that you have a happy face on your business card? Uh, do I have a happy face? Wouldn't that be I, great? Yeah, yeah. Call me. Yeah. Call me. Right. That's a, that, that's, a, that's a great example. That is that is a great example. Love it. Well, we're going to have you on again because, uh, you know, you're a great guest and have been featured a lot. You have a great book, too. Good reviews for The Positive Shift. Uh, our special guest, Dr. Catherine A. Sanderson, Mastering Mindset to Improve Happiness, Health, and longevity and uh, let's uh you know get through this uh we're all in this together as they say with COVID 19 but maybe maybe an opportunity to grow and be uh, happier and more positive we can do it thank you so much for being on the program thank you so much stay safe our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics bayer dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand, from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice. Total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.